Guild of Calamitous podcast contains language and discussions of subject and situations that may be deemed inappropriate for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Incoming Guild Transmission Welcome to the Build of Calamitous podcast. Bravo, Yankee, Ball, Oscar, Lima, Lima, Yankee. Hello! Hi! I'm Rilo, I'm your vet fan. I'm Garden, I'm your baby fan. This is Gilda Calabas Podcast, an unofficial Venture Brothers rewatch podcast. Did you ever have a doll that like talked to you? I never like had a Teddy Ruspin. No, I did not have a Teddy Ruspin. I think they were like, they stopped making those. Oh, wait, no, I take that back. You it did? Wasn't, it wasn't one of mine. It was uh, one of my little brothers. And it was a Neopet when they, when they tried to do the whole like big Neopets thing when we were a kid. Yeah, when they tried to make them, like they, it was like they were trying to make Fetch happen, but it, it was never going to happen yeah. in the way they wanted but, um, it to happen. But so we had this Scorchio Neopet doll yeah. that would talk. And the, the thing was, it was supposed to be able to talk to other Neopet dolls. But you never got any of those. We never got any more. So it would just talk at us. And we figured out that it was doing this via infrared sensors. Oh, God. So one night... As we're laying in bed, when I was, because we were little, my little brother and I were sharing a room. Yeah. And it's storming so badly outside. And the lightning flashes at just the right frequency. And all of a sudden, we no! hi, I'm a Scorchio. And I screamed like an infant. <laughs> uh, and, and that day, we shut it in the closet and never looked at it again. Never looked. It's gone. No. Gone. Like no. It it didn't make it to the new house. No, it was gone long before the new house. <laughs> this is one of those things. Like no, no. Out of this no. house. Out of this. Out of this existence. Yeet. Out of my life. Yeet, Yeet it. it. Um. Yeah, we were we were pretty convinced that it was um, possessed. Because like <laughs> that's not that's, how that works. It's literally, but it's literally the scariest thing on the planet. You like wake out of yeah. a dead sleep because of a lightning strike, and all of a sudden your toys are talking to you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it was like no, sorry, the biggest note I could ever imagine. Yeah, I had a robot thing that was kind of that ran off cassettes in the same sort of fashion that Teddy Ruxpin did. But it wasn't like as interactive. It didn't move. It was just sort of a glorified cassette. <laughs> it was it was a stuffed cassette t- tape player. No, it wasn't even stuffed. It was it was like Fisher Price plastic. Oh. But it was a robot. It was in the shape of a robot, and it came with like books that you attached to the robot. But it didn't really do anything beyond play the cassettes and then have the little book thing. I'll, I'll have to look this up because this is. I swear to God, it's, it seems like really kind of useless. And I think I was a little too old for it when I got it. Yeah, that, that seems like something for like 
small kids. Small kids, but you don't want to give small kids a, a cassette tape because they'll just, I mean, I destroyed my Pocahontas soundtrack. <laughs> That's fair. So, you know, you don't give cassette tapes to little kids. Yeah, and I think we also had, we had a couple, like, the original Tickle Me Elmo's. I had ABC. I never got Tickle Me, but I had ABC Elmo. We had a Tickle Me Elmo, and uh, we had the Rock and Roll Elmo. The Rock, I, I, I remember seeing Rock and Roll Elmo. Yeah, the, the, one, the one who would do the really bad Michael Jackson parodies. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. ironic. Yeah. Womp, womp. womp. <laughs> but, so we had those, and we would throw those down the stairs violently because we wanted to listen to Elmo laugh as he, like, <laughs> tumbled down the stairs. That's Actually, that, that, that brings me, there is a video online called Tickle the Elmo on Fire. I believe it is still on YouTube. But oh, I've ha- seen that. Yeah. yeah, they have one of the moving ones, and they light it up, and it's like it's there, and it's like whirring. It's the most beautifully disturbing That's thing. Terrified. Ever. It's beautiful. Uh, I'm maybe I, I, sociopathic. It's just, just a little bit. A little bit of sociopathy. A little, little Poco. Um, they have the, these type of dolls now too. Uh, they're called Linkamoles. Because I, being the proud gunkle that I am, uh, I have this 10-month-old nephew, and he has a Linkamole, and apparently it's this whole line of dolls. He has a sloth, but you can buy him at Walmart, and I didn't know this until I went down the aisle, and I was, like, thinking about getting him another one, because he liked them. And apparently they communicate with each other, Okay, that's I didn't creepy. know that. Well, like, they all sing together ABC songs, and like learning okay, songs so cute. i was like so i pressed uh the the button on the panda and here's what i didn't know i didn't know all of the linkamoles in the aisle would go off at the same time <laughs> so i am standing in the middle of linkamoles singing this very happy song about hanging in trees and and playing with along the linkamoles way that is that is like like i thought it would just like communicate like if you put them next to each other maybe but no the if they sense aisle. a single linkable within the vicinity it also goes off that's terrifying so i was like no i am not putting my sister through that she'll not know where the sloth is and it'll just start singing because he's playing with the moose like but, you know but theory Excellent way to communicate across like a zombie apocalypse with the linkables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Fisher Price may be onto something. I, mean, I think it was were, if you were Price. able to mute it, but have it like wave or do something to indicate See, that someone else was near. The sloth is super lame because it's like plastic, so it's not soft. Uh, but the arms are soft, and the head like vibe goes swings like back and forth. It's it's a sloth. It's a yeah, sloth. it's a sloth. It's a sloth, and it keeps wanting. But still, wanting, if you, you, if you could mute toe. it, and you, when, you like, if you were in a zombie apocalypse, and you were wondering if there was another human nearby, you could each press your linkable and see if somebody's goes off, and then you'd be able to find each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Strength in numbers. All right, here's here's another idea, Fisher Price. Uh, 
Don't make them so they sync up with any fucking linkable within a within like, like a ten foot forty radius. degree. Yeah, it, the whole Fisher Price aisle at Walmart. That's terrifying. Like it just connected with all of them. It's like the hive mind awoke. We must sing. We must sing about playing the Linkables way. Do you now have? To, I kind of want to like hide those around my parents' property now. They're not that. They're not that expensive. They're about. I think like. Don't tempt the moose me. Was like the moose was like ten dollars. I think the sloth is a little bigger, so it's pricier. I think it's like twenty. Oh no! I'm just gonna hook up a whole bunch of little ones and hide yeah, them you can, everywhere. Yeah, you can get tidy. You can get tidy ones and then get a big one to just sort of be like the homing beacon. The queen. <laughs> the queen. And I'm going to hide them all over the house. Yeah, that won't drive them crazy. I just very clear, carefully be like, press. And then listen to the screams. Yeah, it's great. This is oh, genius. Yeah. After rambling on about interactive toys, let's get into the meat and bones of an actual Venture Brothers episode that only vaguely relates to interactive toys. Like I don't that. know. It pretty heavily relates to an interactive toy. Well, there it is a prominent feature. It's a feature. It's a feature. Uh, it's not a bug. It's a feature. I don't know. I think I think Doctor Venture's uh, paranoia is maybe a bug, but who knows? Into <laughs> uh, the episode, the meat and potatoes that we are here to chow down on. Uh, today's episode is Mama's Boys, written by Doc Hammer. Hey, we haven't had a Doc Hammer episode in a while. <laughs> Directed this by had Jackson a very Pablo. Doc Hammer feel to it, so. Yeah, you can really tell when he's written an episode. You can tell his episodes apart from Jackson's pretty easily. Although sometimes he throws a curveball. I'm uh, Directed by Jackson Public with an original air date of July 7th. 2013. Its episode number is 61. Our voice cast and cast of characters for today's episode are as follows. James Urbaniak as Dr. Venture and Jonas Venture Jr. Michael Sintramiklis as Dean Venture. Chris McCulloch as Hank Venture. Sergeant Hatred Teddy. Radical Left. Cuckoo Clocker and Pop One. Doc Hammer as 21 and Dermot. Joanna Adler as Myra Brandish, because she's back. Uh, John Hodgman as Guard, Maybe Man, and Cop 2. And finally, we get to see him again. Stephen Rattazzi returning as Dr. Orpheus. I miss him. I know, you miss when you don't get an Orpheus episode. I for know, a while. I'm you, like, man. You treasure it. You treasure it. You're like, oh, yeah, Orpheus. Like, you realize why. Great. Um, so this sort of is the big reveal for a lot of the inner arcs that have been set up. This one's this one's kind of a nice like knot of things. Yeah, getting unknotted. Uh it's taking it's taking all the strings and putting them into a knot. It is the monkeyest fist of narration. Yeah. And I, I like Hank and Dermot's outfits. I just have to put that out there. Yeah, Hank looks pretty pretty badass. Hank Hank looks looks like he's gonna go perform with New Kids on the Block, and I don't even know what Dermot has going on there. It's just it's a lot of jackets. Own the jackets. Embrace the jackets. 
so many, so many, so many Jedi. And more of sort of Doc trying to give Dermot some parenting, so to speak. Yes, take uh, the garbage out first. Yes, take the garbage if he wants to spend the night. So to be like, fair, if you're spending enough time somewhere helping out with chores is not a it's, big it's not deal. a bad idea. No. Uh but also that's sort of one of those things where you know you offer, you don't give chores. I don't know. I think as I have had as a parent. I have had parents, you know, ask me to do things if I'm over at a house enough. That's kind of fair. Yeah. You know, if I'm over there, like, every goddamn weekend or something. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, you're also not the illegitimate child. Also of, fair. Of, of the parents. Like, I think this is less that and more Doc trying to, like, parent. Oh, crap. <laughs> uh, because he, he, he came to that realization in the shallow gravy special that yes which we have not oh, talked yeah. about on the podcast yet not we had have we not nope we have not Gotta we watched it here we, we meant to do it earlier i things swear happened. we had posted it things shit shit happens um also we get some more sort of leaning into what's been going on with dean which he's really sort of pulled back yeah, he's he is not in the family sphere right now. Really, he is he's, he's in not, his attic no. and he's doing his thing, which is normally not a good thing to just be in the attic doing your thing. Yeah, generally, yes. guys, not a healthy behavior. Not a healthy behavior. If you if you are feeling like that's the only way to deal with anything, you may need to seek some psychiatric help. Or get the hell away from your crazy family. Little column A, little column B. A little, little bit of both. Well, uh, col- column B also, you know, needs column A. So it needs column A for assistance. Yes. Uh, I do like though. So I am very romantically inept. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> these are not real codes. I'm hoping for Sexton. But, I've but, I've but. never heard code nine. I oh, haven't okay. I haven't seen I'm fond of leather outside of very particular websites. I I just I just re- GYPO I'm FOL code 9 TTYL. I mean TTYL is a standard. Yeah, that's a standard. That's one like I yeah. I I, um, I like I send that to my sister if we're texting. Like, you know, but Get your pants off. I'm fond of leather. A parent or guardian is near. I will talk to you later. Is sexting language. I've never heard um, code nine for like the, the parent or guardian is near. I've heard um get your pants off. No, yeah, I've heard yeah, get your pants off. I've heard um POS for parent over shoulder. See, I knew that one. Yeah, that's that that's was a standard all- when we were a kid. That was the standard when we were a kid, and and it was used when not just when not sexting. I that was I, used in a, in a lot of different scenarios, scenarios where you're just like you just want your privacy with your friends because you're talking about some shit. Yeah, parent oh. over shoulder. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard that as code nine. I have heard you know I am fond of leather on 
various Kink websites, websites in my adulthood yes not in your uh not in my child not in my time not in my tender teenage years of embracing the weird side of the internet uh yeah no i i but like, i have I, to get your pants off i've seen get your that pants off. okay so so he's like half so that's like uh no he's like 75 percent right yeah I'd, I'd say probably 79 percent 75 percent again i don't know if code nine is possibly a, a, a you know another term for that it just never came up in my adventures on the in internet your, in your exploration in my in my internet you know texting history yeah uh usually it was you know pos asl oh yeah asl yeah yeah that that's a standard that's a that's a, that's a gold that's a golden oldie I mean, that's that's a, that's also just like if you're on a chat site and you just want to know what am i talking to i think th- now that's something that should be adapted because we you don't refer to sex as the gender anymore really agl yeah. diff- it should be agl now i don't think it's changed <laughs> i don't know it's been a long time since i've done like a chat website yeah no i don't i don't i don't chat i chat my friends and I like, I tend to do um, voice messages a lot more now, like like on I mean, Facebook Messenger, you, like you you leave the voice messages. Yeah, I tend to do that because it's easier than say a phone conversation where you might be in the middle of something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. what you can do is you can leave like a thirteen second voice message to respond to a comment. So I have actually moved away from texting as a general whole, which is fascinating because first I dropped phone calls and now I've dropped texting and now I'm just like, just don't speak to me. <laughs> I'm just inaccessible. You can I, email me. You can, you can talk to me via flags. I demand smoke signals. Um, oh, what, what was the... Uh, the Polybius Square, yeah. You can you may only speak to me by a Polybius <laughs> Square. Ah, that that makes sense. That that tracks. Yeah. Um, I, I only speak Morse code. Yeah, but Dean does seem to have a side piece, so we think he's got something going on on the phone. Maybe. And he um, loves her. He loves her. Apparently, you know, Dean's been held back from talking to her by her dad by Which his is dad interesting me. i'm like that's that's what caught me up like you don't know any women yeah do you, do you, you don't know any women you know triana and that girl at the mall and that girl tracy the mall. tracy oh and and uh the super pc girl who was from the university and was on the yes. project but why would Dean not be able to call her. Yeah, exactly. None it's just, of these it, make sense as to, you know, Dean not being allowed to call this person. But let's be real. The star of the show is Teddy Talk to Me. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, I love, first of all, Dermot is calling on a burner phone. <laughs> Have you ever used a burner phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've used a burner phone. Um. I like, still own a burner phone. Like I, I've used one like between like a cell phone breaking and me get receiving the new one. Yeah, that's that's where that's where mine originally came from. Now I uh, use it for good. 
Yeah. I use my powers for good. Yeah, exactly. Mostly um, um, spamming uh, the entire script of the B movie to massive, massive transphobes. Like, I mean, if you're going to do that, God love you for doing that. That is that the is entire reward. script of the B movie. I I ordered a shirt and I never received it of the entire script of the B movie. That's really depressing. I know. It's like if the B movie could get sadder because it's the B movie, it'd be the fact that I never got my shirt. Did you get refunded at least? No, I don't think I did. I just now remembered it. It was it was like a shirt in like the shape, like the script was printed in the shape of Barry B. Benson. Yeah, I've seen those. That's really depressing. (laughs) Yeah, I ordered one. (laughs) Didn't get it. Motherfuckers trying to fuck me out of my B movie shirt. Um, but, but this yeah, printer phone so, is also being used for good, so to speak. Uh, Teddy, Ted, the the doll used during any which way of Zeus, Doc has formed this really odd relationship with him. It's his only friend. Yeah, and the- it's it's the perfect friend for him because really, what Doc needs is someone. <laughs> who, who listens who who will offer uh, a a parable that he can make work for his situation even though it has nothing to do with it he can make it doc is a master of making something about him yeah and uh just that he could dock at and who doesn't talk back to him um but it also means that uh, they have, you know, the ability to just leave with the phone on. <laughs> just let it happen. Just let it happen so that way they could, uh, they could go to a gig for Shallow Gravy. Um, they're going on third. Yeah, they're going on third of eight, but still. That's still third. That's still impressive. That's still third. Uh and then they don't call him back as Teddy for a week. But Doc's been calling Dermot's burner phone. And like lighting it up. Clingy, clingy, it's dad, clingy. It's your dad again. It's your dad again. He's going through doll withdrawal. That's just disturbing. And he's been nonstop calling for like a week. And I like that. Derbit's the only one who could see that that is a shit idea to just tell Doc what they've been doing. And I also like that we it's revealed Derbit understands Helper. Derbit has suddenly started to be able to understand Helper and I live He, he knows how to talk. <laughs> he can understand Helper's little you know, his, his, his beeps. I mean, after a while, yeah. I mean, he's around him so much. It's it's just, it's so... Any helper stuff is happy helper stuff, you know? It, most helper stuff is happy helper stuff. Yeah. Some of it's um, just depressing. Some of it's depressing, though. And um, the fact that he has her sergeant hatred tracing the call. And looking for bugs. Looking for bugs, except the bug they found is the one he plugged in 20 minutes ago. Like, Jesus Christ, Doc. 
And they found the teddy and Doc being the idiot that he is. Thinks that the bear is the bug. The bear is the bug. But recording all of their conversations. It's like, oh, oh, buddy. How that's long the kind of monster grumpy Bandersnatch is. Oh, Doc. Doc, how uh, long ago did you buy this toy that you have forgotten that you own it? Uh, but Hadrid's more worried about Dean, which Dean is deeply concerning. He, and I, I feel like hatred is in the right reading Dean's diary because he's getting thin. He's he's withdrawing talk, a lot. He's withdrawing from people in society, you know, and he's got this whole emo phase going on. Not a phase, mom. Shut up. <laughs> um. Uh, so I mean I think I I stand by hatred being in the right. I, I would agree with that. You know, in this instance, number one, looking for a bug, and number two, you got a kid who is not doing well in the emotional department. I yeah. do say that it's it's still a huge breach of trust. It's a breach of trust, but if you're concerned about if you're concerned that a teen's much, yeah, health read. and safety. Read, read the diary. Read the damn diary. Because the diary, they always put their bullshit in there. If they have one. And um, even if they say they don't have one, they have a word file somewhere buried in their computer. They have a, yeah, yeah. And it will be buried, and it will be named something very innocuous. But if you just go through all the word files, you'll find it. It will be there. Um, but it... it now, all that's ended when Dean gets a call from a girl. So we it's confirmed now that he has been talking to a girl. Yes. And it is, in fact, a girl. And he's visiting her tomorrow. And he's so happy. I was genuinely happy for him at this point. I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. At this point, you're like, oh, maybe Dean. Things are looking up for Dean. And the fact that the whole compound is locked down until Grumpy Bandersnatch Freeze all the animal friends of my golly gulch. Uh-huh. And I love that Dermot is going like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. And and sometimes Hank really does just lay it out there. <laughs> like, last year, right where you're standing, David Bowie looking like David Bowie in the 70s slapped a guy with invisible arms and legs. Right over there, Brock killed a guy from Dimension C that may or may not have been an alternate Earth. And that's an ex-henchman from my dad's arch enemy. Pretty sure he lives in my yard now. Like, just... Enter 21. That statement. That just blanket statement. <laughs> I mean... It's just like, what? It's like, it's, it's hard to not believe something at this point. <laughs> When you have, and also I guess that confirms uh, they killed the other Doctor Venture, the one with the hit show on Broadway. I mean, I would imagine that. See, I don't know. I thought they would have let. But him that's go just back. what the heck? What the heck? Yeah, <laughs> looking like David Bowie from the seventies, and Dermot, like he gets it. Yeah, but this is like jesus fucking they can't go to taco bell they can't go to taco bell like if you've ever been at that moment when you're it is 
midnight. You are starving. You want to go to Taco Bell? And she's like, fuck it, Taco Bell. Something I've always thought. Uh, Gary and Hank and Dermot would be an awesome group of friends, honestly. <laughs> the fact that Gary just automatically is like, yeah, I'll get involved. I know exactly where he's at. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's in Dunwich. Like, yeah. And a failed go team venture. That, that was a weak-ass team venture, though. That was some weak sauce. Yeah, when you add a third... Yeah, when you add a third and... It, well, if it's... Not, if like, it's, the three brothers worked. Like, yeah. Hank Dermott and Dean doing it worked. That works. 21 with Hank no. and Dean could work. But Hank with Dermott... With two non-Deans. Two non-Deans doing it, Yeah. No, it doesn't work. A third needs another proper venture, you know? Yeah. And Doc, so deep in his own bullshit, has taped a bunch of Thomas guides together. (laughs) And has come up with, like, this really bizarre war room to figure out where Ted is. And I love the hatreds of G.I. Joe. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And most people just use you know, their V-phone. Yeah, it's like GPS is a thing. Your V-phone by Venture uh, Industries. Venture Industries. It's not, I don't think it's Venture Industries. I think he has Ventech. Ventech, yeah. We get into Ventech more. Trust me. We're going to become familiar with Ventech. But uh, right now, we we just know about the V-phone and the J-pad. I can only assume because they i guess he also did he have the j-pod too so i yes. remember the j-pod ad yeah yeah there's there's a j-pod and a j-pad and a j-pad and then the v-phone which you know probably an easier way to figure out where by golly gulch is than taping a bunch of thomas guides together yeah <laughs> which for those who don't know what a thomas what Thomas Guide is. Um, They are a series of spiral bound atlases. Of major metropolitan areas. Yeah. So it's not like an atlas, because you could use an atlas. No, these are just like very specific. That is what Wikipedia calls a Thomas Guide, is an atlas. It it, it is. it is an atlas, but it's an atlas of very specific areas versus, say, like yeah. a road atlas. No, this is like very, it's very detailed street maps. Of for like various San Francisco and New York and things. Uh, yeah, which I'm not even. Is there, I don't, I'm looking at the Thomas Guide. Uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, I, it doesn't seem like there's even a Thomas guide for the general vicinity where uh, the Venture compound is. So, yeah, I don't know what he would be like. Where, where exactly are you putting the like? Yeah, I'm like wondering what Thomas guides he taped together to try to come up. I, with yeah, I, I want to know. Because there's none for any area. Like, there's some for, like, Nevada. Like, maybe the Nevada ones. There's, like, some for Arizona. Like, maybe DC tapes those together. 
in his frenzy to find Ted. Yeah, I don't even know. I know, it doesn't make sense. There's and nothing that would be Colorado-esque. No, no, nothing remotely close to Colorado Springs, which is like just outside Yeah, is where the compound is. Like, no. <laughs> he tried. He, like, buddy, where you go? But he, he would do better with taping together topo maps. Sorry, wasn't expecting you to say that, but then when you did. Look, topo maps are like actually useful maps. I know, I know. <laughs> just, and you can just get all... copies of those like at your local, you know, city hall. Yeah, yeah. Uh but but uh you know, or you could just use, you know, your phone. Yeah, just use a GPS. Just use GPS. GPS. Everyone has one in their pocket now. Um so we have it figured out where by golly gulch is and they have a plan to find teddy talk to me to record something to let doc down because <laughs> he needs to get over this yeah he needs to be he needs to have the talk the breakup the friendship breakup talk. <laughs> he needs it's a shame they can't do it via text. Right? Yeah, it's not you, it's me. Unfortunately, Doc does not have a V-phone. No. Yeah. He has a watch, though. Yeah. But, but I think I think you'd also think that, no, Ted wouldn't do that. Ted, Ted wouldn't break up with Doc via text. No, this is a ruse. Like, you know, just, but what happened was there was a fire in the plant where the bears were made and it disfigured the guy and he went bananas and became a supervillain and hugged President Reagan too hard and has been in Dunwich Asylum for the criminally obsessive ever since. Which is such a good name for an asylum. Yeah, uh, clearly uh, a reference to uh, Batman. Yes. Yeah. Because you're looking at Arkham and then Dunwich. Well, Arkham is also a reference. Uh, Arkham and Dunwich is a reference to H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. have you have the Dunwich Horror, which is one of my but personal favorites. I think I think that it was it was probably because of the H.P. Lovecraft connection, and then the Batman. The Bat Bat Batman has Batman. Arkham, which is for yeah, well, the Arkham Asylum. Insane. Which is named after Arkham, Massachusetts, which is also from Lovecraft. Uh, and then Everything Dunwich is Asylum, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice little homage, the silent homage that you know if you pick up on it, you're like, huh, neat. <laughs> Lovecraft. So the plan is to get Doctor Venture the real Ted, which means they have to get committed. Yep. And um, that's that's gonna work out well, boys. Uh and 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 thus we get the digging machine. Uh <laughs> the return from, of the digging from, machine. From uh what goes down must come up, which I, I will argue forever that that's one of the best. That one was very, very enjoyable. Episodes. Uh and we're introduced to uh, their criminal alter egos. Uh, 
we got the Viceroy. He mimics a monarch butterfly and is obsessed with monarchs. Get the flying sidekick with his magic nunchuck, which might be pronounced nunchaku. He is unsure of the pronunciation. And he hits someone with them. <laughs> he throws him and hits someone with them. It is derpiness, but more importantly, Enrico Matassa. Yes. Latin playboy, an insane egomaniac. His name, his name does mean Hank Hank. And yes. He's using a huge hank of yarn as a weapon. And it has a huge has, handkerchief. It has a huge hanky. And then you got Crime Robot. <laughs> crime Robot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, huh? Yeah, so uh, Enrico is the Italian version of Henry. Yeah. And Matassa, <laughs> and Matassa is an Italian surname that translates to uh, uh, skein bundle coil or Hank. Oh, Hank. Like, that's fucking genius. <laughs> Enrico Matassa. My name. Oh, and I we think. see him again. We see him again. Don't worry. We get, we get more Enrico Matassa. Look, I am all for Hank rocking the pencil I'm, stash I'm, here. I'm all about Hank's various alter egos. The pencil stash is very convincing as well. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, that's obviously drawn on. <laughs> but I'm impressed. Um... Can we talk about the hover tank? I feel like we really need to talk about the hover tank. I think we do need to talk about the, the hover tank. which has The fact been... that they're using the fucking hover tank to find Ted. And it's been rebranded. Yeah. The <laughs> Slap Adventure Industries logo on it. There you go. Boom. They have magic. Uh, and the Nutty Buddies, too. Oh, Nutty Buddies. Like, I don't think I could... I, first of all, I don't think I could ever eat a Nutty Buddy again after seeing this episode. Uh, yeah, honestly, like I, and that's kind of a shame. I really and like, I didn't really like them to begin I like with. Nutty, I like Nutty Buddies. Oh, are I'm they like, rude now? Oh, oh. Are they rude now for you? Not quite ruined, but tainted. Because he's, he, he's munching on, on the Nutty Buddies. And I don't get why they didn't just take the Jeep to begin with. Why bring the hover tank? I don't know. Like, it's little things like this. You're just like, wow, you really are that extra? Okay. Um, well, he has to go destroy um, Grubby Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah. Save the animals of Fuckly Cult in the Gumdrop Forest. Uh, it's it's the absurdity of it that really <laughs> nails it. Yeah, just the fact that Doc, as an adult, does not understand what gumdrops are. It's 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 kind it's kind of also like you know how he easily believed the paper beaver <laughs> story. You yeah. Know? No, like, like, okay. You're an adult and in science. I could believe a paper beaver existed, not knowing that gumdrops do not grow on trees. Mm. That's another level, because there are thousands of species of animals, but gumdrops are made with gelatin. 
So Dean went to a jail, which is always a good thing to visit someone. Yeah, that that was what I was immediately. Like, That's when you get a red flag. Uh, That's what we call Dean, a Dean. red ass flag. Dean, are you that waiting? Is... For... What shade of red are you waiting for specifically here? Uh, the Myra shade, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we now got this really weird cult about moms. So we're all mama's boys. We're all mama's boys. Myra, what the fuck? Myra, you knew we were going to have to deal with her again. I was really hoping not. <laughs> well, they left the door open that she could really be. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, I'm glad um, they kind of closed that door so we're done with it. That was... I could have lived without all of the I could this. have lived without all of this. <laughs> all of the this? All of the, the, the mama, the ma- the mama's boys. All the mama's boys, just yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, she's she is in. she's really happy to have Dean back. Yeah, um, it's a little creepy. And what Dean doesn't know is, uh, down the hall or a few doors down, you got the psychiatric evaluations. Uh, it's butterfly. All butterfly. yeah, all of all of the ink blots are it's butterflies too. 221 which is i mean reasonable uh and i love hanks i see two ladies hanked by side by side between them is me enrico matassa they are fighting over the affections of enrico matassa i think but this one on the left she has the husband he is not hank at all he is so unhank that he wants to fight enrico matassa but enrico matassa is very hank he is double hank it's the literally I, being double Hank, though. <laughs> it's it's using Hank as an adjective to it's describe something. Everything very... about that paragraph of <laughs> like uh, that little explanation, that, that monologue that he gave us, that soliloquy is gorgeous. I know it's so it's so good. Look, uh, Hank is Hank should totally be an adjective. I, I mean, it's it would be a very Hank adjective, I think. I think we should start saying Using, things that are very Hank. That are very Hank. I mean, I've been doing that for a while. I know, and it's, I've been like, Hank. what the fuck are you talking about? It's all, it's all, it's, yeah, this, she is not Hank at all. Uh, and now I understand, and now I'm like. Is it a great? All, it's great. It's all been Hank the whole time. Yep. Just shoot me in space already. We're getting there. Uh, Wait, you mean it's always been Hank? No, I was shooting into space. We're getting. Yeah, I know. I know. I was. I was talking about the meme. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, it's all Hank. Always has been. Always Hank. Always has been. And then you shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, What you say? Uh, but Dean is being used to uh, get Myra out, which is fun. And all uh, and of disturbing. Her, and disturbing and all of her little like it's it's not so much out as like she's holding some kind of sickening worship service. But the fact that she also I don't like all of her little nicknames for her. Yeah collectible deanie baby okay that one's actually quite clever i don't it's like clever. it i don't like it's it clever 
Uh, and Dermot didn't get sent. So the plan backfired for Dermot. Dermot and, and Helper. Uh, and Helper just got sent to jail. And they thought he could fly. But so they put no. a so they put a ball and chain on him. No, and he's not on the list of guild sidekicks. He's not a sidekick. He's a regular villain. It's a sidekick, like the karate move. But like, yeah, if you got a ball and chain, you might as well put it on just in case you don't know. Just in case you could fly. Yeah, and Doc and Hatred get into a little bit of a mess. Little bit of a mess. Yeah, I know. It's like it's a little late in the second act to, for them to get into a terrible a car accident. Issue. Terrible car accident where they're hanging on for their uh, life off of a broken bridge. Upside down, mind you. Upside down while they'll barf up their nutty buddies. Ugh. See, that's what ruins the nutty buddies for everyone. Yeah. Damn um, it. I really liked those. Yeah. And the arts and crafts too. That is very psych hospital. Yeah, it's it, it's psych hospital, uh, but the fact that they're all for uh, they're all the for second, mama. The second Sunday in May, they're all mama's boys, which uh, radical left, and his other side. <laughs> they. Uh, they uh they come back. We get to see a lot more of them, and that's I that they're they're fun. They're fun. I'm I'm very excited for that. But also, they find Teddy because they can hear him, and he's also a mama's day, boy. Because on this day, they become a family, and thus the ceremony begins. <laughs> Number step one: subdue the guards. Step one: subdue the guards. That is correct. And who do you call when you need to subdue the guards at a certain time? The cuckoo clocker. He just shouts cuckoo. It's like, five o'clock. With some really, really great villain names. Like just and 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 they're villain names, and you may never see them again, but you still got the that name. Yeah. <laughs> the cuckoo clocker. The cuckoo clocker. Um so as that ceremony is starting, we go back to the police station with Dermot. And here's the real kicker. He's talking to Helper, right? Because he can understand him and he can't call his mom. So who does he call? Well, he he thinks really hard Dr. about Orpheus. Because he felt one of the mentor boys was in peril. Intriguing. Yeah. And and keep in mind, Dermot has no idea. Oh yeah, no. Dermot's just like, what do you mean I should think about Orpheus? Until now, um, he's had no idea that maybe he's a venture. Yeah. But it's, if his mind felt like a venture boy. Then he must be. A venture boy. If it quacks like a duck, and it walks like a duck. And it enjoys the rain like a duck. It may well be Dermot is Venture Boy. And too old to be a duckling. Also, Listen, I love that, can... that Dermot's like, are you going to turn back time? And, and Orpheus is like, no, he's just going to remove the name. Call you a cab, you fucking moron. And call a cab for them. <laughs> um, and then the sass of like, I'm sorry, was me just randomly appearing not cool enough for you? 
Yeah, I know the sass is really good. It's I like I, I like when Orpheus sass. gets sassy. I missed Orpheus's sass. <laughs> I know, I know. When you get like these moments, you're just like, oh, I missed Orpheus. <laughs> um and Myra the, with her big ass ceremony she's wanting to have she's got the- some interesting like biblical references going on here too yeah i know like the the, the virgin mother <laughs> yeah um the fuck and and she wants dean put in her pillowy womb so she can finally yeah give birth to her yeah um I'm not sure that it physically actually work, Myra. No, first of all, that won't work. Second that's, of all, that's, uh, that's... spoiler, uh, Myra's not their real mom. Yeah. Aren't you kind of glad? Yes. But like, that visual though. Yeah. Myra, sweetie, your pelvis doesn't work like that. And, and Hank too, also calling her out he's there what the fuck and everyone's finally just sort of snaps out of their worshipping of mother and goes into full revolt mode which I mean, includes Hank flipping a table I loved that <laughs> I, he was like he wants measure. to be a part of it flip a table Yeah. back at bygone gulch though they're uh, doing deaf confessions and hatred is just uh going on about you know he kind of like his boobs kind of turn him on and sometimes he looks at them while he masturbates and pretends they're on a lady and he's a traitor to the osi and doc not to be outdone just puts it out there he believes he let myra believe she was the boy's mother and hatred that's that's a pretty lame confession and also dermot's his illegitimate son (laughs) wait what yeah yeah surprise well we all knew that. yeah we knew that, that's but hatred that's, didn't that's some inside baseball for us that's, yeah we all we all, all the viewers knew this if they've been watching the show in order and following it um so and it not turns a out, bad idea to reiterate that no and it turns out uh the gulch is right next to dunwich <laughs> like literally underneath yeah so that works out and then uh doc is telling hatred about ted and saying he's a dust head and an ex-kidnapper and <laughs> hatred puts two and two together and starts to break the news slowly to him yeah so uh ted saves them teddy the actual ted that teddy actually saves them He's his best friend. Uh-huh. Like, they're, yeah, it's just, it's, so it all worked out somehow. And it, like, and it seems like Doc could now get over his Ted love affair. His, his, his Ted affair. Yeah. Uh, and Orpheus, you know. It is, is kind of laying out the groundwork for, for Dermot to put two and two together. Yeah, and so if he, but if he's a venture, he can uh, have tree on his number, right? No, no. Nah. <laughs> and the fact that they're 
that <laughs> I just like that, that Doc is just so willing to let him go. Give give your ladybug a slap on the fanny for me. He's a bit out there, but he's just true blue. And Adrian was Adrian has to like really quickly like oh fuck backtrack face about face uh burn victim <laughs> and uh we we get the dulcet tones of diarrhea yeah as uh the jeep falls down the gulch which why do shallow gravy songs slap so hard I don't know I think it's because it's because Doc writes them. Yeah, Doc, stop writing songs that slap so goddamn hard. I don't know. I mean, have you listened to... I've given you Weep's album. Like, if you haven't listened to Weep, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes, I I listened to it, and I'm like, um... And and it slaps so hard. hard. (laughs) Yeah, and and he's all the other music for his previous bands, too, is phenomenal. But it's just like... Look at his music. It's good shit so hard it's a song about diarrhea and who dies from diarrhea it does not it should not go that hard but it does and aren't you glad god it's like watching the spongebob musical and being like why is this This, so this is not supposed to be good i made fun of this for months it's like watching groundhog day together the musical and going why is this amazing why does this slap so hard why does this music slap so hard why is this so good it's, it's all about who writes it, it yeah, it's, it's all about it's, the writers it's so it's so good uh and for our after credits scene we have to deal with Dermot. yeah i like how he just sort of drops that on them dean uh, puts two and two to get dean Dean looks like he had, he went, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> oh, uh, later, It's just Dad. like, what the yeah, and hell? Then he, the po- he pog faces. Oh, yeah. He pog faces. Yeah. Um, Dean, yeah that's... Dean looks like he's kind of piecing something together there. And Dr. Venture is just like, oh, oh shit. Well, I guess he knows. <laughs> Fuck. And that's, that's going to come into play later on. I would that imagine Dermot knows, and it, and, and Doc not wanting anyone else to know. I think Dean Dean had that facial expression of he was and like Dean and Dean is wait a I minute figured it out. Hank has not. Hank, uh, Hank Hank's just vibing. Hank's pog facing. Uh, so uh, that was that was Mama's voice. That was it was a freaking ride, man. Uh, I was not prepared. Well, and, and you're never prepared for Enrico Matassa. No, I don't know if I want to be. Um, the, the great thing about Hank is that he does have all these alter egos, and you're kind of just like, it's what he needs to get him through what's going on, and yeah. I love that for him. I love that journey for him, and he's just, uh, he's yeah. just vibing as Enrico Matassa, man. You just gotta, you just gotta, sometimes you just gotta vibe as a Rico Matassa. The Hankest of Hank. Yeah, Hankest. He is so very Hank. He is a double Hank. Next time, we'll be looking at the first part of our big sort of season five finale because uh, season five doesn't really have a finale. <laughs> season five and season six don't really have Endings. a finale. 
because they just are picked right back up. Um, and season five doesn't have a finale because they ran out of episodes. And so they just use Gargantua 2 as a bridge between season five and six. So that makes sense. That's our beginning. Or that's, that's our season opener slash season finale. The season Cram. detour. Our season detour. Yes. Uh, and next, so next time we'll be looking at a uh, bot seeks bot and it's, it may get heavy <laughs> um, for reasons that are not going to be clear for some time yet. Oh no. So, and this is the way we normally do. I think we shall go, go team, team venture. venture. We love you guys. Have a great night.